When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. Exciting. Yay. Exciting. Last day of the week. Weekend's coming up. Unless you work just the weekends and not the days of the week, then it's not that exciting. I always felt left out when I worked weddings and like the weekends sucked for me. And everyone was like, yeah, weekends here. And I was like, hey, you're leaving me out. It sucks for me. So there you go. Now I'm covering all my bases. Got Jake. Got me. The weekend. Jake's got a nice, fresh haircut. I got my Santa hat on because I, I got to get a haircut. How you doing, Jake? Good morning. Good morning. Santa hat Jimmy. You getting the haircut today, tomorrow? One of them. Probably maybe today. It depends how long it takes me to edit all the clips and stuff like that on a Friday. Okay. Saturday, less obligations. Ever, ever. Um... I made a list of everything I have to do today and tomorrow since we leave. I leave Sunday morning. Sure. So, ha- so haircuts on there. So, I, you know, I made the list of everything I need to do. It's got about 15 things on it. So now I need to figure out the best order of events. You know, there's uh, record John Boy and Jake Radio on Friday. So we're doing that right now. It's going to be the first thing I check off. It's currently what we're doing. Yeah, man. Yeah. How, was, uh, how was your yesterday? Yesterday was it was good. It worked. Made a lot of clips because talking Yanks, we make the clips, uh, the minute long clips. Very active Twitter day for Yankees fans yesterday. Super active. It was kind of weird. It was more active. Dude, than ever. I told you. I I think I started the fire. I, my my last like five tweets, I've gone like three for five on like three hundred likers. Nah, nice. just hot. It's hot. He's hot. Um. Yeah, active day on Twitter, which can soak up time. Got into, like, shit I didn't want to get into, but whatever. Um, then I uh, recorded Six Pack Cinema last night. We did this TV show called Get Shorty. We reviewed that, and we did our headliner, which is Hollywood Headlines Today, talking about all the news in Hollywood and the Golden Globe Awards and nonstop. So go listen to that after this if, if you're interested in Golden Globe Awards and all that. Um but yeah, I was like, shit, I have so much to do to prep for this trip to Vegas. Yeah. Two days to do it. I tried to go pick up my suit from the dry cleaner because, you know, we're going to go looking spiffy. Got to look oh, yeah. nice. And the dry cleaner, the attendant leaves at four o'clock. So it's like, what the hell? Yep. Town of 3000. That's dry cleaner can take off at four every day and it's fine. Rules are rules, man. Rawr. How was your haircut? What was your haircut conversation like? Because I know you and me are both big, big scared of talking to people. Uh, haircut conversations. 
Yeah, it was it was okay. I got a um young lady. Uh she had an interesting lip piercing. Um in, what do you mean like right in the middle? Like right in the middle and it was just like a ball. It wasn't a loop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would I feel like that would bother me. I don't know, it was kind of like didn't get in the way. It was just on her lip, I guess. Um but yeah, she was she was very nice. She's Denver born and raised, so we did the that's uh that's the if you run into one of those people then you do the whole oh do you like how much the city's changing and they're like oh i like this part but i don't like this part and you're like oh sorry ha 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 and then it's like okay um you like all the hoople heads coming down from oregon trying to think if i if i made a good joke um no no i tried to and just none of them were none of them were great you like the part at the end of the haircut where they tickle your neck when they when they line you up? She gave me the uh, the clean shave, the uh, the old school barber shop. So that oh, was pretty nice. Yeah, nice. I love when the razor on the back there tickles. But then uh, it was it was freezing in Denver yesterday, um, abnormally cold, and uh, so I I took a scooter back from the hair the barber shop, and sounds cold. Yeah, it was really cold because it's new. You just lost hair cold multiplied by a really cold day. So I was real cold. Real cold. cold. Uh, nice, man. Looks yeah. good. Looks good through the TV screen, the computer screen. It's okay. I don't know what way to flip it. I think the... I, I normally, I think I flip it the other way. But I think the way they cut it means it's supposed to go that way, and I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if re- there's rules to it. You got to retrain your hair. Usually, it's like pretty stubborn. No, not my hair. That's dude. My my hair's got nothing going on. It's super thin. It's super greasy. Um, and the way I've been doing it looks wrong. So maybe that's been the problem. <laughs> that's funny. You're just really taking shots at your hair. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I used one of our buddies' classic lines the other day. Our, our buddy Ken, shout out, if he's been listening. I know his buddy Rob's been listening, so at Ooh, least we can buddies. keep them happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, classic <laughs> classic Ken line he used to say whenever he'd get a haircut. He'd go, yeah, they I I asked I asked him for you know I told him two on the sides and they just gave me the Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> so that's what I've got rocking right now. Nice, nice. So, you go two on the sides. Yeah, two on the sides, scissor on the top. Sometimes I go one and a half on the sides if it's like the before summer haircut. Ooh, that's short. I never go that short. Yeah. Well, you can't risk it. I go four. Four. Four and scissors. You. Yeah, yeah. I'll go short. Does that make your hair longer after it's done? No. Mm-mm. I get a haircut. Like, this is a very early haircut. Usually I get a haircut once every two months, and I look like just such uh, shit for the second month. Oh, I know it. Yeah, I don't care. I, see, I see it. When summer comes, I just didn't I didn't cut my hair for like three months in summer. It was awesome. How about that? Yeah, we got to look you nice. Cali, bro? No, nah, it gets too gray, man. I wish I could grow my hair long. I'd have my hair long if I could. Nice. But How long's long, though? Not not like girls' hair. Just, um, I don't know an example. 
Like, uh, I don't know how I used to have it in high school. It's like a hockey hair, I guess, but not that long. Okay. That's, that's, that's longer. That hockey hair is changing now. It's getting so long. Yeah. Longer. So if you, if you were wearing a baseball hat, you'd want it like curling up around it. Yeah, I feel like I'm too old for that now, but I still would like that. Yeah, I can't do it. Okay. Can't do it because it's all gray. It just grows out sideways. I think that's a good look. It's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. All right. Well, this is our last show. Well, next week, we're going to be in person, so maybe that'll make a whole new chemistry for the show. That'll be fun. A whole new world. A whole new world. You didn't want to sing the duet with me? I thought you were going to roll. I've never seen you stop there, and I was starting to get worried, but you did good. (laughs) All right, we got some news. Actually, not a lot of news, but here we go. This is the Tri-State News. The New York Knicks lost to the Boston Celtics by 28 points. Earlier in the year, they they won by like eight points. So it's one and one on the season series, which means the Knicks are doing better than expected. Buddy Van GM says Tebow is one step away from the MLB. He said that if an injury in the major league outfield happens and it could open the door for Tebow if Tebow is the best offensive player in AAA at that point he's going to be in Mickey Calloway's lineup which is a whole bunch of nothing if the best AAA player is playing the best and and we have an opening he's going to come up it the the problem is it most likely won't be Tebow because his numbers aren't good but but I think he thinks he's getting the fan base excited, but he's actually pissing them off. I don't really understand it. And Odell says he would relish in the role to play spoiler if the Giants are not in contention anymore. You know, if our season's over, I'm making sure somebody else is coming home with us. That's the goal. So uh, the goal is to win all these games and see what happens. But if not, do you have a a tough game to play against us for the last four games? If we're not in contention for the playoffs, well, you're going to have to come to our house and play us. Boom, boom, boom. The interesting thing is Pat Shermer has already said that they're probably going to switch to Laletta as soon as they're mathematically eliminated. Sure. Which kind of goes against the whole, you know, we're going to put up a fight. No team's going to come to play the Giants and be like, shit, we got to face Loletta. It ain't going to be easy. <laughs> might be might be better better than Eli. Um, you better shut your mouth. And, Jim, they're going to make the playoffs anyways. That's what you've been telling people for weeks now. I know. That's why, but I, that's a, that's why the whole thing's ridiculous. It's a fine quote by Odell, who says a lot of terrible quotes, so I will say that was a good quote. Yeah, this is kind of standard. Standard, or, uh, standard. We're going to try to beat teams even if we're eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, we have an early T-quad that falls in this, this conversation. Do okay. you, uh, from uh, uh, Jeff Papson, my old best friend from Hazlitt, do you think this offseason the Giants will cut Eli, have him force retirement, or trade him? Also, do they trade OBJ? I don't think they're trading OBJ. I don't think so. The way that they baby him and Pat Shermer like hugs him every second on the sideline. Yeah. I think they're trying their best to be like, be happy, Odell. Be happy. Um, what do you think they're going to do with Eli? I, I see them trying to 
like a forced trade scenario, like go here, Eli, like we're committed to like rebuilding and starting new and maybe try to go here and win. But then Eli, I don't think he's going to want to do that. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't think he's going to come back. I'll say that. I think that's obvious. I don't think I'm saying anything. It's not a hot take. I don't think Eli's going to come back next season, but I don't know how they're going to handle it. I think they're going to try and do it as respectful as they can. But it all yep. depends on how much Eli puts up a fight or, you know. There's still a lot of the story to be told. Um, I mean, what if Laletta comes in and plays well? Um, you know, would, he, would Eli be comfortable coming in and being like a toss-up with Laletta or uh, – like 90% you're just going to be the mentor role, and if he gets hurt, you'll come in and play? Would he want to do that in New York? Um, is there another team that's willing to give him a shot? I mean, do we think the problems – how much of the problems are still tied into offensive line play? I know there was a funny, a funny tweet I read last night that was the left side of the Giants' offensive line is finishing the season as the right side – of the Jaguars' offensive line. It was Flowers and the other guy. They both went from the Giants to the Jaguars. That's insane. Coughlin. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting. I mean, if you're, if you're Eli and if you're a show like us that talks about it, I think all of us would kind of be like, I think it's time to walk away, Brother Nature. Um, well, well, I mean, he does have a comparison within his family. Right, but like, and Peyton's was a much better quarterback, and Eli's been not great for a while now. But don't Peyton's, you think Peyton's problem was an injury? Uh, yeah. Well, also, and but you could say Eli's problem is a terrible line and lack of. You lack could. Of, no, no, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> but, but whoa, don't you think there's like the Redskins? Their starting quarterback right now is Mark Sanchez. Right. If they think that they just need someone who won't fuck up and they have a good defense and they have a good all the other pieces would a team like that say Eli come play for us for two years finish your career try to help us win not really because I mean they have Alex Smith he's trying to recover from the broken leg and I think they'd want to go out and get someone above Eli or young like that's where the Eli thing really doesn't make sense because it's normally like the Jaguars last year that was the big rumor because nobody likes Bortles and their defense is supposed to be world-class, blah, blah, blah. They've had a terrible th- year this year. But it's like, okay, if if the Jaguars bring in Eli next year, I don't think they're confident at all that, like, wow, now we've got a chance. Like, <laughs> no. Um, so I don't know, man. I I, I can I see, see a team taking, a fa- taking Eli on a on a end-your-career-here deal. Yeah, but I don't even think it's, it'd be as the starter. I think, if anything, it might be Kurt Warner-esque when he brought in Eli. Um, maybe they'll promise Eli the first eight games or something, but that's about it. I mean, he's he's not the good. Maybe. Alex Smith has got an infection, though, and probably going to die is what I heard. I didn't hear he was going to die. <laughs> you you wanted a lot of death in this episode. I didn't hear he was going to die. I I heard that his family told the, everyone else to be very quiet about the details, and it's being leaked out. And then because infections can really fuck it, fuck you that, up. I, they just came out with the like, be respectful of our family. <laughs> yeah, 
which is fair. It's <laughs> just very fair. Um, Eli, eighth all time in NFL passing touchdowns. How about that? Yeah, he's got good stats. How he's gonna many have, he's gonna have good st- He's going to have good stats to end this season. How many children does Eli have? Three. What are their names? Eli Jr., Eli the third, and Eli the fourth. Eli the Caroline, fourth. Caroline, Ava, and Lucy. Three gals. Ava is. If you were born 2009 to 2012 and you're a girl, your name's Ava. Just letting you know. Yeah. 2011. So, yeah, her, her whole class will be named Ava. It's crazy. It is funny. I wonder when the Giants do get quote unquote eliminated because you're right. If Eli Eli's completing sixty eight percent of his passes, right now he's got fifteen touchdowns, eight picks. I mean, if he finishes like <laughs> twenty two touchdowns, ten interceptions, uh his stats are gonna look okay. So yeah, maybe he does get, get a roll somewhere. Well now you're on my side. I said maybe. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Anything else? The Knicks lost. Do you have to tell us anything about that? Yeah, I watched this game. This was fun. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, Boston, like, needed to win this game because, as, as you had mentioned in there, uh, Los Knicks had won last time in Boston, which was a, a total shock. Um, yeah, and, I mean, they, they got out, outplayed. They, they killed them. Killed him towards the end. The Knicks kept giving these runs to bring it within like seven or eight, and you're like, oh, wow, can our Knicks make it a game? And then they end up losing by 28. 13-point spread, Celts cover. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The, I mean, the story in Knicks Nation is that Frank's still, uh, Frank's still in timeout. Um, yeah, and he, Coach and, and he got a little snippy with the reporter. Reporter asked him, are you playing tonight? And he said, was well, Coach said I'm playing tonight? And they said, oh, he hasn't said anything. Well, then I don't know. Ooh. Hey, I'm with Frank there. Well, French anger. I think I think that's proper. Um, I don't. I haven't watched a Knicks game in a long time, and I've said this a lot before. But from a from a casual, like I keep up with the headlines and the tweets and all that stuff. I sure. it seems a lot like Frank's garbage. Um. I mean, there's a chance, again, he's the 18th youngest player in the league. Um, and, I mean, he's, he's, right now he's not playing, so it's tough to, <laughs> tough to show how good you are when you're not playing. I mean, this guy, I think he had an 18-point game against Golden State this year. Um, he's had some good, te- good games. I think the bigger thing is this was his third uh, DNP. And Fisdale's done this with a lot of the young guys. Damian Dotson got four straight DNPs. Um, and we don't know if it's a motivating thing or what it is. Um, yeah, Frank had back team back to back. He had a 17 point and a 16 point game back to back Golden State in Brooklyn earlier this year. Um, now he's just not playing. And Jimmy, I think the bigger point in the fact that it shows it is timeout is that this was a blowout at the end, and they started emptying the bench like they brought in the you know, the backup 7-1 white guy in just to just to get play the final three minutes, all that stuff. And they didn't bring Frank in. So this is he's clearly in timeout. It's not like they don't believe in him and it's like, oh, it's a blowout. Get in there, kid. Knock yourself out. No, he's he's just in timeout. You think it's a Herb Brooks situation? I think he's uh, like getting motivated by being mean coach? Kind of. I I think it's um 
at the like a lot of people are speculating, and that's all it is, is that uh, yeah, it's supposed to light a fire under him that they've been telling him they want him to attack, attack, and play physical and stuff. And it's like, well, if you're not gonna, we're gonna sit you and yeah. So here's a inside look at the conversation between Fizdale and Frank. But oh wow, yeah, here it is. Right now it's everybody's net. Oh, oh. I was watching my last YouTube video on uh, two point speed because I'm a lunatic, so I gotta slow it down. Right. Oh, wait a second. I've given you everything I've got. Now you're pulling the plug on me? Have you? Given me your very best? Because I know there's a lot more in you. A whole other level that for some reason you just don't want to go to. Oh, what the hell? You don't understand what I'm talking about. No, no, no. I'll tell you what I don't understand, Herb. I don't understand you. Nobody on this team understands you and your ridiculous sayings and your drills and those stupid psychology tests you this had is everybody Frank take. Talking. Everybody? That was pissed out. So that's what this is about. Because I didn't take your test? Fine, you want me to take your test? I'll take your test. Is that what you want? No. I want to see that kid in the net who wouldn't take the test. <laughs> that was the inside scoop. We were in the locker room, basically. So, yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. That was Kurt Russell talking to Frank Nilakina. Oh, no, 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 no. It was Fizdale doing a Kurt Russell impression. It's so good. It's, it's really so good. good. It's really good. Kurt Russell's new movie, Christmas Chronicles, on Netflix just opened, and it's the largest opening of Kurt Russell's career with some Fugazi Netflix stats, but. Sure. Pretty shitty because it's a bad movie. All right. Time for the national news? Yeah, we could go there. Go there. Your Tennessee Titans blow out Los Jaguars on Thursday night football. Jimmy Derrick Henry puts up about 50 points. And why is that important? Because this was the first week of fantasy football playoffs for a lot of people. So Derrick Henry made a lot of friends and made a lot of enemies last night. Um, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, another French basketball player, big French basketball player episode, ejected after swiping the chalk off the table. Your Minnesota Twins, eh? They signed a couple all-star infielders, Jonathan Scoop and Ronald Torres. The Citadel hires your boy, Hugh Freeze, former Ole Miss coach. Eli Manning, former Ole Miss player. Hugh Freeze used to call whores for his players. He gets hired by the Citadel. And, Jimmy, the big news headed into the weekend, Tua Tawaglivola versus Kyler Murray in this Heisman. They split the four awards that traditionally dictate the Heisman. The Maxwell, the Walter Payton, go to Tua. Kyler gets the Davey O'Brien and the AP Player of the Year. And that's news. Hey, what the fuck is Citadel? The Citadel? Yeah, what's Citadel? They're um they're like a military school. Military College of South Carolina. This oh, this article says a new alliance of American football league set to launch in 2019 hired Hugh Freeze. So maybe he left this already? He was hired as offensive coordinator in new AAF league. What are you looking at? 
It was from October of this year, so maybe he already went out of that supposed league. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> well, that was a thing. I guess it uh, it, it got messed up. No, your Liberty Flames, Jimmy. Liberty Flames. They um, like they they play up op- there. They play every week in the um the SEC bye week. So this year Auburn got to run them over fifty three to nothing. They're an independent. They're um like I said, they're military school in South Kakalaki. Um. I'm I'm surprised just from a history military standpoint you're not familiar with the Citadel. I am not. I'm um, now I'm gonna have to be. Hugh Freeze. Sounds like someone telling someone You freeze. Hugh Freeze. You freeze right there. <laughs> I was thinking more of uh someone from a warm weather climate, like, you know, maybe in Mexico and their relatives like I'm gonna go move to Alaska and like you freeze. You freeze up there. Um, His wife's name is Jill. If your last name was Freeze, would you name your kids anything cool? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, to a degree, um, I think I wouldn't do anything over the top obnoxious. Like, what would, what would be over the top? I'm trying to think. Like, cold. Yeah, cold freeze. <laughs> cold freeze. No, like I wouldn't do anything like that. I would, pr- you'd probably lean towards more of a douchey name. What about like Freddie Freeze? Freddie Freeze, your big alliteration kick from you lately. Um, I've always loved alliteration. I'm a headline junkie. Yeah. What about um, Frost? Frost Freezed. Frost Freeze. That's interesting. I mean that that gets you beat up early. Um, I don't know. Iceberg? <laughs> Iceberg freeze? Ice freeze? <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, ice freeze. Okay, so yeah, I would give my son or daughter a douchey name. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about freeze? What about... Ah, 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 what about flame freeze? What happened to you there, bud? Ah, oh, no, man. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. My uh, stress ball popped. Oh, man. I don't know what's in it, but it's getting all over me. That'll stress you out. Now I'm going to put it on the ground and hope that it's not bad for my dog to lick up. No. Um, Fuck, I love that stress ball. I know, man. I think anyone who's been listening is pretty bummed out for you right now, but I think we could get you another one. What else did you say about Hugh Freeze? I was interested. Oh, he, uh, he got fired from Ole Miss where Eli went if we're keeping up um cuz he was he had he was like calling whores and stuff for oh. The players oh that's what you said yeah now i didn't hear no if i heard it right i was i was you've 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 corrected yourself now in my brain you could have said it right the first time so i'm sorry sure. to put that on you i thought you said he called whores as plays like oh. like he would yell out the play and just been like Daisy no. Duke. No, that's your that's your your famous whore. Yeah, <laughs> Daisy Duke, Jake's uh, cousin. Okay, the one you hooked up with that one time. That's tough. None of that's true. I think I said I could. He, he called. I said he, he he called whores for the players. You heard. He heard. 
he called whores for the plays, <laughs> which yeah, that is was kind was, of fun. Yeah, I was really interested. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's a fireable offense, but... Um, my sister-in-law! My sister-in-law! They're on a power sweep, right? Ex-wife, ex-wife! <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of funny that that's, that's how he gets fired, and now he's at a, like a military school gym, so... Do we wish you freeze luck? Because now he's raising young men that represent our country? Sure. Sure. So you don't want the backfire. That's what you normally want. No, I don't. I, I really didn't know who you freeze was before this or Citadel. So I don't. These, yeah, this, these is are, big, this is a big day for you. <laughs> I'm learning. I love learning. Love learning. Coach Carter in, in that movie named all the plays uh, after his like sisters, I think. I'm hopeful. Yes, I am. Twins are signing a bunch of ex-Yankees. Now they have three. They have Jake Cave, Tyler Austin, and Ronald Tadeus. Yeah. Watch out. They're probably going to win it next year. I don't know what it is. A game. They'll win a game. They'll win a lot of games. They were supposed to compete this year, and they didn't. They forgot. They forgot. They forgot. They were busy. Sorry, Minnesota. We forgot to compete. We thought we were. Scoop, Shoop, Jonathan Shoop. Is that how you say it, Jim? Scoop. Scope, Shoop, Scope, Scoop. I think it's Scope. Um, okay, scope me up uh, some ice cream. Two scopes of vanilla, please. Yeah, talented guy. It'll be interesting to see if he uh, he can remember how to play baseball again. He's He's got some good stats out there, and he's got some bad stats out there. Um and most importantly, they signed Ronald Torres, the heart of Yankees Nation. Um, so we'll see. Go the Twins, right? I don't mind rooting for the Twins. I want to go to their stadium. I think it looks cool. Yeah, dude. I wanted to go last year, but they're like when they were there, I think I was still working real jobs, so there's no chance. What an idiot. What an idiot. Um, Jim. Did you have something you needed to say? It's, it's I mean, happened. I thought we were going to talk about the Derrick Henry topic because I saw your eyes light up there, and it's kind of fun. Well, we're half hour through, so in ha- you right. can use halftime to get. I have nothing. No, on no, Derek no, Henry. no, 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 no. That was kind of cool. That was like a rock star. Barbaric. That's you sounded like a barbaric person to me. Nice. I want to watch you scream. Any behind the scenes stuff during halftime for the for the fr- friendly listeners? I think we just got to talk about it. I uh, again, oh, I, thought I, a, l- I thought of a name for our listeners. Okay, Evan and Co. Evan and Co. Yeah. So you just want to highlight our Evan or anyone named Evan? There could be a couple, but I know for a fact there's one Evan that listens. Okay, yeah, it's an idea. Um. I, I think that something that's interesting that, I mean, you were surprised to see this morning. I, my, I set an alarm, mm-hmm. but my, my lady is normally the alarm. She's, she's up and at him. She usually brings the dog out at 645 or so. She usually leaves for work like between 7 and 715. So I wake up. We're hanging out. She feeds the dog. Um... She's she's starting to get ready. She's moving slow. The dog hops in the bed. Say hi to him. He steps over me, you know, shows his dominance. And then uh and then you text me and right at the same time she goes, 
hey, don't you have to start doing stuff? <laughs> it was it was like 722. Yeah. You told me you thought it was 645. Rarely do people have the minutes messed up. Yeah. I <laughs> dude, I I genuinely I was on my I was cruising through Twitter, patting myself on the back for my killer tweets yesterday. <laughs> I had n- I had not looked at the time of day yet. I thought it was before 7 p.m. So then she drops that nuke on me, and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, you're turning this on me now? And I'm like, "Like, yes and no. Like, no, it's not your responsibility, but, like, are you okay? What are you doing this morning? She goes, <laughs> she just looks at me, and she goes, Friday. And I was like, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you got to change your clock on Fridays. So that's, uh, yeah, so new rules for Friday, I guess. How many alarms do you set? Two. Twozer. I'm a four. Yours are spaced out too, right? Seven, seven thirty. Yeah. Eight, eight thirty. But the eight thirty one is like a safety, uh, right? If I, I never sleep at eight thirty. That's the free safety. At but seven, still- at seven o'clock, I make up my mind. Like, do you? Do I think I have? Do Do I think I can get up in half an hour, or do I need another hour? If I'm like shit, I need another hour. Then I turn off the seven thirty alarm, go straight hour till eight. Then I'm up at eight. Interesting. But sometimes I'm thinking, all right, good. I can get up at 7.30, so I'll leave the 7.30 alarm, and then that one goes off. Then I have to decide again, okay, am I getting up, or am I doing another half hour? That's a lot. I'm, dude, I'm an overthinker every aspect of my life. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think right now I'm 6.41, 6.47. A six-minute in-between? Yeah, man. It's like time to get up. I think that's what I think I'm on the majority there. I think people would tell you, hey, you know, just get an extra 45 minutes of sleep and set an alarm for 745. Screw all the alarms. No, because the best sleep I get is that is those when I already wake up and then I go back to sleep. And that's nice for you. I'm... Yeah. So I like it. Good. Um, yeah. I hated the snooze ones where it was like 15 minutes. Like I didn't even fall back asleep. Right, that's because most people would say the alarm clock is for waking up. Yeah, those people sleep good, probably. I don't sleep good. Probably, dude. Probably, dude. All right, we got a little bit of the real news, two stories, two quick stories that came up, and then we're going to got a voicemail from Jordan about Vegas. We can talk about our experiences with Vegas. Then we got uh, mascot matchups. But first, here we go with the news. A New Jersey man thought it was a good idea to crank one out at the doctor's office with the door open, and he got caught. You'll never guess what his name is or how many times he's been caught doing this before. And a Westford resident gives the town the middle finger by erecting a giant statue of a middle finger and points it at the town. This is straight out of Parks and Rec. Let's talk about these. I read the news today. So, chronic masturbator. Last name is Bates. Master Bates. Mr. Bates. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that is... there's It's self-fulfilling prophecy, but there's a different term for when you live up to what your name is. Right. Like, if Hugh Freeze became a weatherman, 
Right. There's a name yeah. for that. I forget I, it, I, but I, I mean, this I guy had no choice. Yeah. This guy had no choice. Yeah, no, and I know this is again a fun story, but there's there's some he exposed himself at a Barnes and Noble in '98. There's little kids there. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, yeah, no, I think this is a crazy person that when you're the wheels in your mind start spinning and get out of control a little bit, he goes, "God, my last name's Bates. I should ah, I'm gonna, uh, yep, yep, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it." Yeah, like how come you didn't shut the door? Well, uh, because I wanted you to see me. What is this, Bergen County, Jim? Oh, dude, it's in where my dad's from. Hey, Dad, this is from your town. It's in Paramus, which is where my dad was born and raised, and my, his mom still lives. Makes a lot of sense when you think about it. <laughs> uh, charged with criminal open lewdness at the Ridgewood Avenue office. They went to the medical office for a report, and the man exposed himself to patients. Yeah. Ooh. Louis C.K. action. Ah. Oh, he was uh, in the bathroom <laughs> with the door open, masturbating, and simultaneously attempting to penetrate his anus with the middle of the toilet bowl scrubber. Dude, be a little cleaner about your shit. This act was witnessed by several adult females who were in the office. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> kind of doctor's office is this? <laughs> oh, that's just masturbates. He's got a little issues. Yeah, don't worry about him. Oh, God. Bless their hearts. Oh, my God, dude. He was exposing himself by 8, 9, and 11-year-old children. Oh, I read that wrong. Jess said this. Yeah. I read that wrong. I read it as he's been exposing himself since he was 8 years old. No. And I was like, man, man, that's born into it. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a weird guy. Pretty, um, I guess, I guess what does bring the laugh out of me is that... <laughs> You know, someone had to report to the police officer that they were like, yeah, he was he was showing himself to us. He was touching himself. And uh, and the cop goes, OK, uh, anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, he uh, it looked like he was trying to use the toilet bowl plunger to, uh, you know, kind, kind of shove up there. Cop goes, oh, that's <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bates has added to his repertoire. <laughs> it is called nominative determinism. Nice. Nominative is another word for name. And right. determinism means it determines what you're going to become. I knew there was a term for it. It was going to bother me if we can find it. Nice, man. There's a firefighter named uh, Lieutenant Les McBurney. Yeah. Some good ones. There's a... There's a <laughs> There's a religious figure. I guess he's like a, the head of a church, and his name is Christian Guy. That yeah. That's unreal. That's good. Christian Guy. Christian Guy the Christian Guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This other story, dude, um, it's kind of, this is straight out of Parks and Rec. He tried to move his office to the town, all right? Sure. And they said he didn't meet their requirements. So th they were like, you can't, well, you're sorry, we, we, you don't meet our requirements. You can't build your office here. <laughs> so he had a 16-foot pole with a 700-pound of pine. So there's a 700-pound pine of, 
uh, block of pine carved into the middle finger, like really well done. Then he got a 16-foot pole, put a light on it, and he just has a giant middle finger erected facing the town. This is straight out of Parks and Rec character. And the town can't do anything about it because it's Vermont, super like you can do whatever you want, and this falls under freedom of speech, and it's not a billboard because it's not promoting a business or anything. Yeah. So like... Man, that that local city council is pissed. Yeah, and I'm happy they're pissed. This, this guy won. This guy this guy is currently winning the war. He, um, he paid four thousand dollars for this statue. Could I'm happy for him. He didn't he didn't have to pay for an office. Um, yeah, and then maybe he he sells that afterwards. I mean, what's why why aren't we giving this guy an office? What was the problem? Do we know? He just didn't. Like, what I read is there's, like, a point system, I guess, you know? Like, you have to match these requirements and all this shit, and he didn't he didn't meet up. Okay. Uh, I did so, it. Yeah. So, yeah, then I'd have to know more about the rules to fully pick a side. Right now, I'm on Ted Pelkey's side. <laughs> Big fan uh, of the show, Ted Pelkey. The Pelkeys can do what they like. To exercise their free speech within the laws and regulations. Like, if this happens in Mississippi, I don't think he's allowed to do this. Yeah, I think in Mississippi, that's kind of one of those things you could still take care of it the old-fashioned way. Like, somebody chops it down and, like, a police report doesn't actually happen. If they do it in New Hampshire, they're like, oh, they vandalized my property, blah, blah, blah. Good. It's a nice, it's a nice big old middle finger, huh? It is. It's, like, really well done. Uh, Vermont, land of artists. Pelkey's application for a building permit fell short of the points it needed to score in the review process. Whatever the fuck that means. It means, sounds like they can make up whatever they want. Maybe they knew this guy was an asshole, so they didn't want to give him a building. And he yeah. was like, aha, you guys were right. I am an asshole. Middle finger. Hey, hey that's what happens when you try to out-asshole an asshole. Good call, Jake. All right, let's you go know. into, uh, we got a voicemail here from Jordan about Vegas. Jordan gag, three Gs. Uh, I didn't listen to this. So, I don't, so, Jordan, I hope you don't say anything terrible that I'm going to have to, like, edit out. What's up, John Boy Jake Radio? This is Jordan Gag giving you a call. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I uh, heard you guys are looking for maybe some Vegas tips. I'm a big Vegas guy. So I figured I could help you out a little bit. Uh, best place to gamble and drink by far O'Shea's inside the link. Uh, it's a little small, so there's not a whole lot of tables. Uh, but they pour a pretty stiff drink, uh, pretty good place. They got some live music, I think, every night. Um, anytime I've gone there, it's always been really good. Uh, if you're looking to watch some sports, uh, you can't beat the sports book at the Mirage. Um, MGM has some pretty good screens, but Mirage has a lot more seating. Um, so that's by far my favorite sports book to watch sports at. Uh, quick story for you. I was there last uh, St. Paddy's Day with my dad. We were walking through O'Shea's. We see this guy coming down, grabs his phone out of his pocket, and we see a little baggie of cocaine fall out of his pocket. We're, we were both kind of looking at each other like, what the hell was that? And a uh, cleaning lady comes by, bends down, picks it up, slides it in her pocket. There's your tip for the day. So uh, keep your eyes open. I'm sure you'll see some some weird stuff out there. Can't wait to hear about it. And uh, if you see uh, Dirty Scooby-Doo, tell him I said, hey, love the show, guys. Can't wait to hear your response. See ya. Dirty Scooby-Doo. We got to say hi to Dir- Dirty Scooby-Doo. I think Dir- Dirty Scooby-Doo is the kind of guy you know when you see him. 
<laughs> I've only been to Vegas once and I was 16, so I couldn't drink. I was there for a hockey tournament, but like we ran around and did 16 year old things. But right. So this is my first time going. But I mean, if you listen to John Boy and Jake Radio and you know me, you probably know I'm not really like aching to go to Vegas for Vegas things. Yeah, you're not a Vegas guy. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I will say, I think there's a part of part of Vegas that you'd like. You'd <laughs> you'd like the tip of the iceberg of Vegas, and I'm not I'm not saying that in a rude way. I'm saying that the coolest thing I've I've only gone once. I went for a weekend. It was with with my buddy Jared, um, and it was just kind of funny. Like I I had never been. Uh, I mean, we both had girlfriends. We're at the point in our life if we if we don't go now, like I mean, we're not gonna go there until we're like married old guys, and it'll be like, oh, let's go see the Britney Spears show. So at least like we could go and pretend to be cool a little bit. We went to the clubs, and you know, it's it's just so funny. The part that I think you'd like, and I mean, this is almost a little East Coast being social. But, like, people go into Vegas with this incredible mindset. The only thing that it's comparable to is, f- like, the first weekend of freshman year of college. Like, everyone uh, like walks Everyone's into- friendly and wants to meet and... Yeah, like, everyone's kind of nice because they're like, oh, like, they, like, it's part of this, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They're like, wow, this... you Each person you could meet, it, it's kind of is like college. Like, they could be you know, cool for five minutes or they could be your best friends throughout college, which you could see them throughout the weekend. And it's one of those crazy things. Um, like we were just sitting at a blackjack table and we saw this like young group of gals. We, we didn't see them for the whole weekend. And then we saw them uh, like the last club we went to. I forget what it was. One, one of the crazy ones, Hakkasan or whatever it was. And then you see them and you're like, oh, hey, like we're friends in Vegas. And it's I don't know. It's just that part of it is just good vibes, man. Like everyone is looking to be friendly and it's all part of it is good intentions. Part of it is like, yo, maybe those guys have a hookup somewhere and they'll make (laughs) our weekend that much cooler. Um, which yeah, it's Vegas, Vegas, baby. I mean, we're going for what the reasons people usually don't go. We're going, why are you going to Vegas? Oh, Winter meetings. What's that? Baseball so, winter meetings. All the GMs are gonna like have secret conversations, and we're gonna watch them walk from secret conversation to secret conversation without being able to hear the secret conversation. <laughs> Except, dude, everyone that I've asked that's been says that winter meetings is a circus. Yeah, like, it'll be crazy, crazy, man. Especially with Vegas. Like it's again, people people just lose their minds when they go there. It, it's for people that like. I think everyone's looking for more in life and they think that they're 40 out 48 hours in Vegas. They're going to like find it 10, 10 years of monotony. And here we go. 48 yeah. hours to get crazy. Time to let it rip, baby. Well, there's like the job fair and the, uh, it's not a job fair, but it's just like a market, I guess for ideas and promotions for MLB. Sure. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to get us tickets to those and maybe we'll go make some videos and, talk oh, yeah. to people and shit like that that'd be fun yeah we're we're gonna have a good time at the, we we won't walk away with your traditional 5 a.m the craziest thing we ever saw in vegas happened story no, we're going to um, work we're we're going we're going to church um you might i might try to get you into the sports book for a little bit just because it's it's a really good concept you you like i think you place a five dollar bet and you get a free drink 
So it's right. like you could place. It's basically the same price as buying a drink, except you could bet on a stupid game. Or well, something. we're we're gonna so, put money on the Yankees to win the World Series because why? You oh have yeah. To. yeah. I mean, I I gambling is not in my brain. My brain no. like does not accept it. It's like this is so stupid. Yeah. Which I'm glad because I've seen people lose a lot of money. Oh yeah. Them. Um, but I would definitely have to put money on the Yankees because we're a Yankees. Oh. we have a Yankees podcast. Okay, it's now we're gonna we're gonna money. go into uh, uh, mascot matchups. Mascot matchups. Right, I need a soundboard for that. I don't have anything. Mascot. For now, I'll just do. I'll do a three. I'll do a three-part combo. Jake, are you crazy? Mascot matchups. Okay. Kind of like you know my own little instrument over here playing the keys, tickling the ivories. Kind of. Do you know that's how the original laugh track was? It was a piano. And the guy had all one guy did all the laugh tracks in the 1950s for TV shows or 60s maybe, and it was a piano, and he would stand there, off screen while they did the plays, or no, like he would get the end reel and he would play like the ivories of different laughs, like a ha 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 or like a he 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 had all these, and he would determine what jokes got what laugh. Sweet gig. And he was the guy. Isn't that you nuts? Be what, you can be whatever you want to be in this world. He patented it and stuff like that. It was crazy. And he had like he had this one guy that would be like, ha, ha, ha. And then he would make that one, like if a joke was like a repeating joke, he would make the one guy's laugh be like little the first time, little the third time, and then like bigger, same guy. It's was, it was nuts. There's a, I listened to a podcast on it. It was crazy. Nice. But mascot matchups. Yeah. I put a lot down here. I bolded the ones that I was interested in, but I'm going to let you choose which one you like the best first. Uh, I mean, let's start here because we've been waiting for this one for a while, and it's the, the Heat versus the Sun. So damn literal. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you could start getting meta. It, it starts getting crazy. I mean, who do you have in this? Well, I mean, I, I'm too, I'm a little literal. I think the Sun wins. I think Sun provides heat, right? Oh, see, I think I think I'm Team Heat here. Can the heat exist without the sun? I think you could get heat from other areas, like the core of the Earth is supposed to be the hottest thing in the world, right? Molten lava. So I'm saying, I think if you give the sun too much heat, I think the sun, in theory, explodes. I'm no scientist, but the lava aspect you got me with. Like, the middle of the Earth is really hot. Yeah. So I think if you overheat the sun, because the sun can't overheat heat. The sun can't out-sun heat, right? Dude, I don't even get the sun. I just tried to think about it in my <laughs> head. Like, what's the sun? Like, the moon, and the, like you're going to land on the sun. And land, I don't even get it. Like it's like it's like a really hot star or something, I right? Mean, yeah, I, I'm choosing sun because I don't even understand it. I'm just here's here's my thought process. I think the sun is a really hot star or some shit like that. I think if you could somehow get more heat to the sun, enough heat, I think the sun eventually blows. I'm team heat here. I think if the sun burns out, the whole world stops and then there's no more heat. So I think I'm the sun. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think, think it's just, that's a I think thing. there's no more light if the sun explodes. Well, I th- I think that's the thing people do. One day the sun's going to burn out. We're all going to die. I don't know. 
Because I think a lot of heat comes from the center of the earth, and now we have electricity and stuff. I think we can make heat. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize that we this was gonna this Whew. was gonna make us look like such dummies. Because there's people out there listening that are like, these guys are idiots. What happens if the sun dies? All right. Hit, um, me Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Let's see. Stars are born. They die when the sun expands into the red throws. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know, man. These are like, these are big article. articles. <laughs> big articles. All right. So in the end, the sun wins. Yeah. All right. Next matchup, we have... It'll swell into a red giant whose outer layers will engulf Mercury and Venus and likely reach Earth. Life on Earth will end. If the sun were more massive, estimates estimates vary, but at least several times more massive, it would explode as a supernova. Sounds like the sun. So sounds like... I I think it's lose-lose. I think if the heat beats the sun, the sun wins. I think if the sun somehow beat, how can the sun beat the heat? I just don't think it's possible. I think the sun's beating the heat all day, any day. I don't think so. All right, well, that's n- the people. Next matchup, <laughs> we got the LaSalle Explorers, ooh, versus the Pennsylvania Quakers, ooh, two human matchups. What do you think? Who do you who do you have? And I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Explorers versus the Quakers. Um, I mean, explorers have to be prepared for anything, but Quakers, you feel like they have this secret society where they kill people and move on. I lean Quakers. Mm, You're confusing Quakers for something else. Quakers are pacifists. So right, that's why fighting. I said it's a secret society where they kill people and their like society moves on. Like It would be a Netflix show, like... Oh, the Quakers are this quiet community, oh. but behind the scenes, oh, yeah, they slaughter people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the ex- explorers were basically front lines wherever they went. You know, in- yeah, it's true. Indians, barbarians. You're you're exploring new territories. You that dumbass that went to explore North Sentinel Island, right? Well, what happened to him? Well, he ran into some headhunters and killers. He, if he, he ran, ran into, into he ran into some Quakers, baby. Oh no, 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 no! Those guys aren't <laughs> pacifists. Quakers, a bunch of pacifists. That's what they want you to think, Jim. Good line from Band of Brothers when they think Lieutenant Winters is a Quaker because he doesn't drink after the first battle. Slugs down some whiskey or wine with them. Says, "Hey Garnier, I'm not a Quaker." And then they go. <laughs> Laugh, 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 laugh. Let's go kill some more Germans. Guy in the laugh track off the screen plays his piano. Mm-hmm. Um, Mid 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 Atlantic Christian Evangels, <laughs> which is your favorite school, right? Yeah, Evangels. Mid Atlantic Christian Evangels versus the UTSA Roadrunners. So they got some Evangelicus. Evangelicist, whatever. The people that stand on the highway and scream, basically. This is where they all go to college? I guess so. Versus uh, Roadrunner, a bird. So this is the scene. You got some birds hanging out, chilling, doing their things, little Roadrunners, having fun. And then you got a crazy guy with uh, you know, a sunken face, uh, baggy, ba- clothes that are way too baggy for him, holding a sign, screaming like, if you don't believe Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, 
Uh, all gays go blah blah blah. Ah, 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 ah. Eventually, Roadrunner, if he wants to, he's going to swim up, poke his eyes out. So I got Roadrunners. I don't think the evangelicist is winning by turning the Roadrunner into a Christian. Is is yeah. how I see it. I don't think that's a possibility. So I think the, if someone's going to win, the Roadrunner is going to poke the evangelicist eyes out. Yeah, I just I yeah, I think the Roadrunner's an animal and uh I I think the evangel tries to do everything you mentioned our guy that went to that island and died. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what happens here. So we both got the uh, he he, ev- he tries till the end of his days to convince this bird to become a Christian and the bird pecks him to death. Dude, can you imagine playing basketball against the mid-American Christian evangels? They fucking score a layup on you, like that was for the power of Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, they've they've probably they've got the big man on their side. Hit a three pointer in someone's face, be like the devil is within you. They won one hundred seven to sixty one over Ecclesia College last night. Yeah, Justin Bogle set a set a rebounding record and nabbed a double double. Are you kidding me, dude? The mid the mid American Christian evangels cheerleading squad has to be so obnoxious <laughs> like do it for jesus gays suck Ooh, other bad stuff christians say that would be what their cheerleaders say come on come on girls cut the shit what's um all the cheerleaders are holding cardboard signs <laughs> megaphones <laughs> That's uh, that's not nice. It's not nice of them to do that. They. I mean, know it. Know what the bad news is, Jim? What's that? Now I'm on the Mid Atlantic Christian University cheerleading page. Oh, <laughs> do they hold signs and have megaphones? They stand on milk crates. I uh, luckily I don't think they have any pictures posted of the team. Nice. Do you remember when I used to go to uh, college? girls oh my god dude that used to be a blast i think i think that's creepy i think if you say that now it's like i I was being creepy or mean you think so i don't think you were being creepy though i would so for the people that don't know because there's a lot of people don't know i would uh in college we'd be hung over and hanging around and i'd i'd go look up some random d2 golf team or tennis team i think i did tennis one time uh, like some r- like random small school, and I'd go on and I'd look at their roster, and then I'd go to their Facebook page and I'd friend the entire team, like a all D two girls tennis team, and I'd friend request the entire team, just hoping it would cause a stir. Like, hey, did you get a friend request from Jimmy O'Brien? Do we know him? Did we meet him at the party. Like, who is this guy? Wait, that he was friended. That- he friended you too. Yeah, yeah, that was the end of the joke. Like, I there was no payoff for us. Besides, the mental image of that conversation happening was fun. Basically, we were trying, we were pushing the limits of how fans could alter a sporting event. Yeah, they were probably like, "Yeah, we got this really this this guy stalks D two tennis teams like he's creepy as fuck." I don't know. I think th- this was back when Facebook wasn't fully that that it could be like. Oh yeah, this uh, that guy's in my English class or something like that. So we were hoping for that. Um, yeah, don't think it fully played out, and that's okay. I got one message from one girl. She's like, "Do I know you?" And I was like, "No, I'm just a really big, yeah, whatever Florida tennis fan." Yeah, 
and Emery Emery Tennis or something. Yeah, she never messaged me again. Yeah, you guys are figuring it out. I wonder if we're still friends. I wonder if I still have that message deep in my Facebook catalog of messages. Why can't we be friends? Can What's your next matchup? Let's do one more matchup. Let's do one more matchup. Um, let's do. Let's go. Friars versus Minutemen. Old Providence versus UMass. I got the Minutemen, dude, because I'm American. Yeah, right. I mean, un- unless you, unless you think your Friars really got something up their sleeves, I mean, a lot of need a minute to get ready. A lot of religious ones on the mascot matchup today: the Quakers, the Evangels, the Friars. I can't believe the Evangels made it. And we've we've chosen all the Quakers, the Evangels, and the Friars. We all got them all losing. So you heard yeah, it here first. He heard 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 it here first. Religion loses. That's tough. <laughs> Friday. 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 Got to get down on. Is that how that song went? Yeah. Was that the end of the show, Jake? Um, I think so. Yeah, we're over an hour, right? Over an hour. Yeah, we're we're there. We're there. It's Friday. Everyone's uh. I'm at 2011 in my Facebook messages. Might be finding this thing, but I I think I already said verbatim what it was. So, yeah, I, I mean we're we're looking to forward to Vegas. I, UConn's got a big game against Florida State. I think you said CCSU's playing tomorrow. Or is that old? Um, Dude, CCSU is playing to be determined tomorrow. <laughs> Excuse me. It says <laughs> it says CCSU has a game tomorrow at one o'clock versus. To be determined. Yo, why does it still say that? Tibid. So Central is, I mean, maybe maybe all the schools are backing out because they don't want to get the flu, so they're waiting to see if Central's recovered before they come play them. But, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. They're just not sure who's going to show up tomorrow and play? Yeah, I mean, the gym's open. We got a ref. Come on down. They sent out the invite to three schools. We will take on... Any challengers. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. I agree. It doesn't make much sense. Like, that's what it still officially says on the website. Yes. To oh be determined. God. Not sure who we're playing. Coach, who are we and playing that, tomorrow? Oh. Jimmy, Sunday they play the Friars. Blue Devils versus the Friars. Holy smokes. That is biblical. That's- that's a that's an all time matchup. I gotta tell you what, man. I gotta tell you what. Oh, Jimmy, we're playing Penn State. CCSU is Penn State Wilkesbury. <laughs> nice. Kick so those. we got him. What's their mascot? Um, it looks like it's still a Nittany Lion, which is really sad by Penn State Wilkesbury. Oh, dude, they're a cult though, so that makes sense. Ooh. Ooh ooh. You can't say that? I think it's a known fact. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a Nittany Lion. It's really, really bad-looking mascot outfit. Tough. Tough. All right, well, we're going to kick their... All right. We're gonna go kick CCSU, go we're, UConn. We're going to kick their Go butt. Kyler Murray, win the Heisman. Yeah, go. Go everything Jake just said. And here's Two is a big God guy. Now I'm just anti-God everything. Yeah, that's... I mean, tough break for you right. if you're trying tough. to get into... Um, what's that place that they uh, want you to try and get into? Religious people? Yeah, what's the place that you want to get into? The place upstairs? Yeah, yeah. You're just not saying heaven. 
I just want to make sure that's what we're doing. All right. You got it. It was heaven. I was, I was testing it. Rate. Subscribe. Review. Ah. Ooh. I get good. Ooh. Ah. Ever.